Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Friday, if you forget, some talk about it. 
He is the witness over the mankind as well. So whichever meaning it was, it is referring to an incident that happened. And we find them in the Quran many, many places. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is about to tell something big, swayed by his creation on himself as well. As Allah You cannot be a true believer by your Rabb. You cannot be a true believer unless you make Muhammad as the judge between all your affairs, all that you are facing. So whether it was Allah Muhammad on the day of the Friday, Allah is taking an oath. And then Allah talks about the story which was very relevant to the people at that time and today for the Muslims. Subhanallah. Here Allah is talking about is saying, They are the cursed ones. Who are those people? The ones who killed the believers. They built a huge fire and threw the Muslim believers over there because of only one reason. The only reason, the only guilt, only crime of those people were they say, La ilaha illallah. They believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They said, Nobody is worthy of worship except Allah azza wa jal. And they threw them, and they only threw them. They threw them into the ditch, which was filled with a blazing fire. And they sat around it, watching how those believers were burning to death. What was the crime? Because they believed in Allah. And that's exactly what the time was happening to Rasulullah and Sahaba. The only reason they were tortured, persecuted, forced to, to migrate to Habasha was because they were saying that there's nobody worthy of worship except Allah. The only worthy person, entity worthy of worship is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was the crime. And that has become the when we talk about Allah, what was the story? of those Sahaba. And inshallah, I'll talk about the story both for why it is important for us and one of the hadith and there are multiple different reports about Ashab al-Khudud. One of them reported by Muhtad Ahmad. And Rasulullah mentioned that there was a king and I will summarize that it's a long hadith. There was a king and he had a magician and that magician was growing old. While he was growing old, he came to the king and he said to the king, bring me a boy to whom I can teach the magic. Because he understood it like anybody else also understands. Because this reality, whether you are Muslim or non-Muslim, cannot deny that we are all going to die. No matter how big of a tyrant a person can be, how, how rich a person can be, how wealthy he can be, how strong he can be physically, we all are aware of. Our ending is death. We are going to die. Kullu nafsin Every soul will face death. And every one of you will get full in recompense what you have done. 
and whosoever is able to save himself from the hellfire enter into Jannah, he is the one who is successful, he is the victorious one. That's the success. Success is not that, but how strong you become, what kind of uh, status you get in the society, how much wealth you make, how many children you can have. This is not success. Real success is if we enter into Jannah. That's the success. And that has to be remembered when we are talking about Sahabullah as well. Those companions who were thrown into that ditch, as I said, they kind of died in Allah. Does that mean they were losers? No. Allah says they were the successful ones. They were the victorious ones. So now, going back to the story, that magician, he knew he was going to die. He is a boy so he can pass on his knowledge of garbage. As today, the similar kind of knowledge has been passed on as well. How to deviate the people from the right path. Many media outlets are there to, uh, to deviate. Many states on a state level, they are out there to deviate. And they are training people to do the same job. So he was creating illusions, that magician. And he wanted somebody to come teach them the illusions that he was creating. So they gave him a boy. The boy would come to the magician, learning about magic. When he was coming, on the way, he met a monk, a Christian monk, right? Because this story, as most of the Muslims discuss, that they happened between Isa and Rasulullah So they were the believers of the Messenger Isa So that monk, he met, used to sit with him, learn from him, and then he would go to magician. Or on the way back, he would meet him again and listen to him, learn about it. Now, the magician was getting angry at the boy that he's coming late. When he comes late, he would thrash him. He would hit him, beat him up. Now, he went to the rahim, the monk, and told him this is what's happening. Now, the monk told him, if you are going to the magician and he asks you why you got late, tell them your people held you up. And if you go to your people and they said why you came late, Tell them the magician held you up. So the story went on. He's going back and forth, learning from him, and learning from the magician as well. So he's learning two kinds of knowledge. One day, on his way, he found a huge animal sitting there, and people were stuck. They could not cross. They could not go the other one way or the other because there was a huge animal. Now this boy thought of it. Now today is the test for me to know who's on the hop. Is the magician on the hop or the rahib or the monk on the, on, the, on the hop? So he said, he took a stone and he said, if this monk is saying is the truth, then he said, by, by, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he asked for Allah's help. If, you are, if this is the, the true message, then I asked the help from Allah and he threw the stone and the animal was. So he realized this is the hop. Now people passed away, the people passed by, and now people realize this boy has something. He went back to the monk and told him what happened. Monk said, oh, you have exceeded me even about the knowledge that you have gained. And now people would come to him, somebody is blind, somebody is sick, and they would come to him and they would ask him to make dua, and he would tell them, this is not him who is giving the cure, it is by Allah Azzawajal. I can make the dua, if you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'll make the dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and by the will of Allah, if you get cured. And they were getting cured. It gets to the point, one of the ministers of the king, he was blind. He came to him, he came with a lot of gifts and money and wealth, came to the boy and said, make me see and I will give, make you wealthy. And now, 
He said, no, it's not me who makes who can make you leave the sea or give, bring your sight back. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You believe in Allah, and make the dua, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you cure, that's that. He becomes a Muslim. He goes back, tells the king. King said, oh, how can you see now? He said, my Lord, my Rabb is the one who gave me the sight. The king said, I gave you the sight. And he said, not you, Rabb of, uh, 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 of this boy, Rabb of Samawala, actually did not the boy first. Okay, he kept asking, who is the boy? Then he said, who is the one you learned this from? He said, from the boy. So, king went to the boy, asked the same question, and king thought, now his magic is the one that's producing all this. He said, no, this is from Allah subhanahu wa Upon that, now it continued on. So king said, that you better deny Allah, because I am the Rabb, basically. He's thinking of, he's the Lord. Or I am going to kill you. And he, the king denied. Deny. So he told up his people, take him to the mountain, the highest peak, and throw him from the peak. From the peak. And they took him there. He made the dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Said, oh Allah, they help me against these people. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made all of them fell, fell, fell down from the, from the peak of the mountain, and the boy survived. Boy went back to the king, and king asked what happened, and he mentioned Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him. Then he asked the guy to take him to the middle of the sea and drown him. Same thing happened, he made the dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah made them all drown, and the boy came back. Now he told the king, look, you want to kill me, I'll tell you how to kill me. You believe in la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, la ilaha illallah Rasulullah, la ilaha illallah, because this is a story before Muhammad Sassu. So he said, you believe in Allah? And, I'm, uh, uh, and take an arrow from my quiver and shoot at me, to hang me to, a, 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 to crucify me and, and throw the arrow at me. And, I'll... and uh, but he said you have to believe in Allah first. And also you want to do this before he told this whole thing. You have to gather all the people around. So King followed his instruction. All the people were there. He said La ilaha illallah, and he took the arrow out and shot at him. All the people out there they believe being of this book. Now this king got angry, and he created a, a, the whole, the big ditch, and there was fire in there. And he told everybody to be thrown, whoever believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they started throwing all, one by one all of the people. And then until the last woman, all, there was a woman and a child. And this woman was a little bit hesitant of entering into the fire. Because he was letting the people go if they just believe. So the boy spoke at that time. He said, don't worry my mother, don't worry, you are on the truth. And then she was also right. And that's what Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about in this surah, in Surah Al-Burur. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referred to these people as Allah ta'ala Talking about the believers, that the one who, the, who have the belief and do the righteous deeds, that they will enter into the Jannah that has the, 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 the anhar the underneath Zalika Fawzul Kabir, that this is the biggest victory. That's the victory. Losing your life in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not a loss. And Allah will get back to those people, those criminals. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala later on talk about the, uh, the, the form of Thamud and the Fir'aun, that how Allah destroyed them. So it's not that the criminals will get away every time in this world. In some cases Allah will destroy them in this world, in other cases Allah will for sure they will be held accountable on the Day of Judgment. So when we are carrying the da'wah of Islam, when we are carrying Islam, don't be the one who try 
be a crooked person and try to change Islam. So the people will be pleased with us. Take the message as it was conveyed to us. That's the idea. And yes, that may turn into hardships. But those hardships will result into Fawzul Kabir, the, 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 the biggest victory. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com. 